Blog Talk Radio. Be sure and check check out the Lord on Twitter at hashtag Tommy L Hart. There is vital information uh, on Twitter coming from the Lord Tommy L Hart. So don't fail to uh, check that out. Hashtag Tommy L Hart. Okay. Now, Mark 1, verse 15, I'm returning to that for this. It says, believe the gospel. What does that mean? In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, you have this, Christ's gospel, the gospel of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, we have this. The word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. So, in the AVB, you have... It speaks of the gospel of Christ, Christ's gospel, and it speaks of the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Two two uh, gospels right there are mentioned. Then in First Thessalonians chapter two, verse two, you have this the gospel of God. In First Thessalonians chapter two verse nine, again you have the gospel of God. And in Philippians chapter one verse seventeen, we see these words I am set for the defense of the gospel. So when we consider the statement in Mark chapter 1, verse 15, saying, believe the gospel. Am I to believe, or are you to believe Christ's gospel, the, the, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, the gospel of God? Are you to believe all those things? So the question is, what are you to believe in terms of gospel or in terms of the truth because the Bible asks the question what is truth? What are you to believe? Now the word believe here means to have confidence or faith in the truth of something or someone to have confidence or faith of it means to give credence so are you to have confidence uh, in Christ's gospel 
I'll tell you. And then we'll move on. You are to believe the truth concerning God. Or if we use the word gospel, you are to believe the gospel of God. The gospel concerning God. The gospel coming from God. Now, Uh, to give credence. Credence is something given a plain belief or confidence as a letter of confidence, a letter of credence. I ask, is that the purpose of the character Paul's letters? Is that the purpose of the character Paul's, quote, letters, end quote? Do they give a claim of belief? Well, we know that the character Paul claims to believe in Jesus uh, and other things, you know, concerning Jesus, such as the death of burial, resurrection of the character Jesus. Paul claims certain truths regarding the character Jesus. But I ask, can the character Paul be relied on for the truth? Is the character Paul a truthful character? Now, we must also understand that the, that the character Paul is just that in the AVB, a character, a fictitious character, just as the character Jesus, fictitious. The story concerning Jesus is, is fiction, as is the story concerning Paul. It is fiction. Uh, let me show you this. Jude chapter 1 verse 16 says, quote, Jesus, who is called Christ, end quote. That gives us information that at some point, uh, Jesus will be called Christ. Now it says this, Jesus who is called Christ. It doesn't say Jesus is the Christ. Those are two different statements. One, Jesus who is called Christ, and two, Jesus, who is Christ. Two different statements. They don't say the same thing. The question is, is the character Paul truthful? Uh, 
to First Corinthians chapter fifteen verses two and you can read this in your book. Uh verses two and three through eight. In that section, Paul the character, Paul the fictitious character, tells he speaks several back-to-back lies. And I must be honest with you, I left the house without my Bible. So, to go on without the book. Yes, in that section, 1 Corinthians 15, verses verses 2, and then 3 through 8, the character Paul tells uh, several back-to-back lies. Let's see if I can recall. Paul, the character, says, Christ died. In the AVB, know this, that it does not uh, claim, the AVB itself does not claim that Jesus is the Christ. But we, we know that it gives, we've gotten vital information that's saying uh, Jesus, who is called Christ. So in this section, it's speaking about Jesus, who is called Christ. It says, Christ died. It goes on, though. It says, Christ died for our sins. We know that in the AVB, in the books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the character Jesus uh, dies, he's put to death for his own sins and not for the sins of others. So, let's say this. That's one lie, that Christ died for our sins. Then he tags this to it according to the scriptures. According to the scriptures in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Jesus dies for his own sins or crimes, if you will. So, two lies right there. Back to back. Christ died for our sins, one lie, and then according to the scriptures. Second lie. But Paul goes on. He says about Christ and was buried. In the books Matthew through John, Christ or Jesus, who is called Christ now, was not buried. His body was, uh, say, in a barred tomb because of the oncoming Sabbath. He wasn't buried there. He was placed there 
because of the uh, Sabbath which was coming on. The Bible makes that clear. So we can say that's the third lie. He says about Jesus, who is called Christ, that he was buried. The scriptures do not show that Jesus, who is called Christ, was ever buried. Three lie, third lie. But then he goes on and says, and rules. Then he says about Jesus, who is called Christ, that, and he rose and rose again. Now, the word again there implies that this is another resurrection. How many times is Paul claiming Jesus, who is called Christ, rose? How many times? Okay, and rose again the third day, and then he tags this to it again according to the scriptures. I want you to remember the phrase according to the scriptures. Now, just in in, in that in those words there, Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and was buried, and rose again, the third day, according to the scriptures. Several back-to-back lies spoken or written, if you will, you know, in terms of the story by the character Paul. Remember the question? question is, Is Paul a reliable source? Is Paul a truthful source? And we see these words in 1 Corinthians 15, and it is determined on the basis of those back-to-back lies that Paul is an unreliable source for truth. The character Paul cannot be trusted. Now, this is just one example, uh, this reading coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, of the character Paul lying. Paul, the character, is a liar. But yet, like I said, though, remember the phrase, according to, to the scriptures. Uh, also, you must know this in uh, about that which is called the New Testament. After you, after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, things said in the AVB by Paul or any other character in the Bible concerning Jesus, who is called Christ, must be weighed against the information that is in Matthew, Mark, concerning 
Jesus the character. Did you get that? In other words, starting from the first chapter in Acts on to the end of AVB content, the things that are said about the character Jesus must be weighed against that information which constitutes the books Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are uh, authoritative sources concerning the character Jesus. Okay? Just like this. If Paul said that Jesus was buried, then you have to go back to the books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to see if the character uh, was indeed buried. If you if they say Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that the character was buried, then when Paul says about Jesus, who is called Christ, that he was buried, then that proves to be true. Okay. Now, also things spoken by the characters like Paul and all, including Jesus himself, must be weighed against things that are actually taught in the AVB. Okay? Like the AVB teaches that every man, uh, you know, when judged and found guilty, uh, is put to death, and guilty of death, that is, he is put to death for his own sins and not those of another. That's what the AVB teaches. Before we get to Matthew, the book Matthew. Okay, so what am I saying? In Matthew, throughout the end of the Bible, things said by the characters must be weighed against things or the truth that the Bible teaches and that which is called the Old Testament. In the New Testament, you do not have new ideas or new truths. Okay, let me put it like that. In the New Testament, that which is called the New Testament, it does not present us with new truths. Okay? The truths in the Old Testament are carried on uh, throughout the rest of the Bible. All right? So, you must have knowledge. You must have knowledge. And you must have understanding. And the understanding is uh, with regard to the characters Jesus, Paul, and others in the so-called New Testament, uh, the things they say and do must be weighed against the things in the Old Testament, and the things that the characters do 
and say in the books Acts throughout the end of the Bible concerning Jesus must be weighed against that information which concerns Jesus in the four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Okay? If there is any disagreement between something Paul or, or any other character says about Jesus in the books, Acts through Revelation, if, if what is said is in, is in disagreement with that which is in the books Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, then that that the character is saying in Acts throughout the end of the Bible concerning Jesus, uh, those things are not are found. Those things are found to be not true. Okay, why? Because the books Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are set up as authorities on the fictitious character, Jesus. You can always go back to Lawmaster Archives and play these episodes over and over to make sure you get what is actually being taught by the Lord Tommy L. Hart. Okay? Lawmaster Archives is there for your good that you may grow in the knowledge of AZB truth, the truth which the Lord Tommy L. Hart uh, presents to you and for you. Make use of Lawmaster Archives. Do not be lazy-minded. Do not be negligent. Uh, give due respect to the knowledge there in Lawmaster Archives. Don't try to guess. Don't say, well, Mr. Hart said this, but he actually, but what he was saying was this. No, I mean to say. And, and it is my intent that I speak things clearly. Okay? That's why sometimes I'll repeat something to make sure that it's clear and that there can be no confusion. Now, also, I know that when I play back my episodes, I listen to them, uh, sometimes all the words are not captured by the mic. That's my experience. You may have similar experiences where you'll say, that wasn't a complete statement by Mr. Hart. Uh, seemed like he left something out or something. Well, I probably did because the mic didn't pick it up. But that's why I try to say things more very important things, and everything is important, but that's why I say I'll emphasize things and say them again to make sure uh, that when you 
listen to these episodes that you get what I am actually saying, despite uh, maybe a word here and there might be uh, not captured by the mic or not picked up by the mic. Okay. And don't forget Twitter, as I said at the beginning. Don't forget uh, the Lord's uh, tweets on Twitter. Hashtag Tommy L. Hart. There you have important information. But the difference is uh, you don't get all the details from uh, my tweets. I try to give details, you know, in my tweets. But Lawmaster Archives, there you get all information. You get all the information, uh, details and all, uh, from Lawmaster Archives. That's the difference in Lawmaster Archives and the Lord's Twitter account. Tweets. Both are absolutely important. The Lord's Lawmaster Archives and the Lord's Tweets. Both are absolutely important. So, if at all possible, make the Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place and uh, follow the Lord Tommy L. Hart on Twitter. Both are very important because both at both places you get the word of the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Okay, moving on. So, you should be knowledgeable of, of, you should have some knowledge, some good knowledge concerning the characters, Jesus and Paul. And the same things apply, as I've said, and other characters in, the, in that which is called New Testament. Okay, the same thing applies. Jesus' Jesus's disciples are also liars. Okay? Now, let me say this. Just because something is written in the books Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John concerning Jesus, just because a character in those, in those books may say something, that does not mean that they are speaking the truth. That does not mean they are speaking the truth. As I said, in that which is called the New Testament, Things have to be weighed against uh, against the Old Testament teaching. Okay, there are there are no new teachings, if you will, in that in that called the New Testament principles of the Old Testament are. Are carried throughout the entire Bible. 
Bible principles do not change when you get to that called the New Testament. The principles that have been and teachings that have been established in that called the Old Testament uh, continue throughout the rest of the Bible. Very important. Okay. So, Paul cannot be trusted for the truth. The character Jesus, the character Jesus cannot be trusted for the truth. They cannot be relied on to give truthful information. Now, on the issue of the resurrection of the dead, because both characters, Jesus and Paul, taught the resurrection of the dead. Let's see what the Old Testament says about the resurrection of the dead. Remembering that Paul has said concerning Jesus, who is called Christ, that he died uh, for our sins, according to the scriptures, and was buried and rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. So the question now is, what do the scriptures teach? the Old Testament, that is, what do the Old Testament scriptures teach in regard to the resurrection of the dead? And whatsoever the Old Testament teaches in regard to the resurrection of the dead, that still holds true the rest of the Bible. Whatever is established in the Old Testament carries through to the end of the entire Bible. What is the truth uh, uh, concerning the resurrection of the dead or resurrection of the body? We turn to Job chapter 14. There we have the straightforward question in Job 14. Verse 14, the question, if a man dies, shall he live again? A straightforward question. A question set in easy-to-understand terms. If a man dies, shall he live again? We have an answer in Job chapter 14, same chapter, verses 2, 10, and 12. In verse 2 of Job 14, in answer to the question, if a man dies, shall he live again, we find these words. He continues not, or he continueth not. Man dies and continues not. He continues not to live. 
according to the scripture. In verse 10, we see man wastes away. Man dies and he wastes away according to that scripture. And in verse 12 of Job 14, we see the scripture saying, man lies down and rises not. So, Job 14, Job chapter 14 teaches that man dies, he does not continue to live, man dies and wastes away, man lies down. Another way of saying man dies, because that is the question, if a man dies, shall he live again? Verse 12 of Job chapter 14 says, man lies down and rises not. So, three statements in answer to the question, if a man dies, shall he live again? All in one chapter in the Bible, an authoritative statement in regard to the resurrection of the dead or resurrection of the body. And that authoritative statement says, man dies and continues not. Man dies and he wastes away. Man lies down and he rises not. So, that's the teaching on the resurrection of the dead or the resurrection of the body of those who have died. Three statements saying, in answer to the question, if a man dies, shall he live again? Three statements saying, no, no, no. Man does not die for as much as we know and live again. When is the last time you heard that someone had died in real life and rose again? And was buried. Man died, buried, and he was raised again from the dead. When the last time you read that in the papers or heard that on the news, you don't hear that. So for as much as we know, for as much as we human beings know, uh, man dies and rises not. According to the scriptures in uh, Job chapter 14, verses 2, 10, and 12. 
And if you want to get the full impact of it, it's Job chapter 14, uh, verse 14, where you find the question, and then the answer to the question, verse 2, and verses 7 through 9, and verses 10 and 12. The AVB's authoritative uh, answer to the question, if a man dies, shall he live again? So, and remember I said, those principles that are taught in that called the Old Testament continue throughout the rest of the Bible. They stand throughout the rest of the Bible. Nothing, they do not change. You don't have, let me just say it like that then, because that's easy to understand. Those principles established, well established in the Old Testament that called the Old Testament, they do not change when you get to that which is called New Testament. I have said these words, that the New Testament, uh, that which is called the New Testament, is really a, uh, a comprehensive test on the Old Testament, that called the Old Testament. The New Testament uh, can be said to be a comprehensive test on the teachings of the Old Testament for the student of the Bible. And for me, it's found to be the New Testament, that called the New Testament, is found to be a test, a comprehensive test of uh, principles and things taught in that called the Old Testament. So we got that done. Question is asked and answered. The question, if a man dies, shall he live again? And we got the answer. Three times, three statements. No, no, no. According to the scriptures. According to the scriptures, man does not die and continue to live. Man does not die and rise again from the dead. According to the scriptures in Job chapter 14, verse 2, verses 7 through 9, if you will, and verses 10 and 12. Remember, I told you to remember the phrase, according to the scriptures. Everything must be according to the scriptures, according to that which the scriptures actually teach. Not just because a statement is made in the Old Testament. Now, I don't want you to get this wrong. There are deliberately set false statements in that call the Old Testament, just as uh, there are also the same uh, deliberately, you know, set 
false statements in that called the New Testament. The Bible is testing one throughout. I've said this before. The AVB teaches on something, and then it gives you a test on it. Let me speak for myself. The AVB teaches on things, on a thing, and then it gives me a test on it. That's something, really something. It teaches on a thing, and then it gives a test. Like that concerning the resurrection, uh, which Jesus speaks of, the character Jesus, and Paul speaks of, in in that called the New Testament, that's a test of what the Old Testament has already taught on that subject matter. So I I think it's clear. I think I've put it over pretty clear, and you should have a good, solid, uh, even profound understanding of these things. You should have a good understanding concerning the character Jesus and the character Paul. You should have a good understanding uh, regarding the resurrection of the dead, that they do not rise according to the scriptures, and I gave you the scriptures there. There are others, but these are what I call the the, the scriptures uh, in regard to the resurrection in Job chapter 14, uh, they really tell it, you know, they really tell it like it is, all right? They tell it like it is. Okay. So, back to Matthew one fifteen. Uh Believe the gospel. You should not believe that which men call the gospel, that which you get from church, the Christian ministers, the Christian liars. You should not believe that. Get away from the church. Run away. Flee religion. Flee religion. Religion teaches lies. So, What should you believe about Jesus in Matthew through John? You should believe that the story of Jesus in Matthew through John is fiction and not real. What should you believe about the character Paul in the book of Acts onward? You should believe that Paul, like Jesus, is a fictitious, lying, and deceitful character. Join me next time.